Welcome everybody to the World's Greatest Podcast for our comic movie and other nerdy needs. I'm Riley. And I'm Joey, and we're just two dudes taking on the world one podcast at a time. And we always just by asking one simple question. What's, What's up, up with, with you? you? Hey, how's it going? I don't know if you're talking to me or the listeners. I feel like you could be talking to them. Talking to whoever will listen. <laughs> just hey, hey listeners. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Are we are we running a one of those real late radio shows? just real chill yeah yeah yeah. it's like midnight it's like it's it's midnight in the countryside how's every, how's everyone doing i hope Pretty you're day. doing wonderful i hope <laughs> i hope you you got a big day tomorrow and you're waiting to wake up got your djs on right now and just listening to our soothing soothing voice right before you go to bed <laughs> then you'll dream of us wonderful dreams wonderful dreams you ever listen to Welcome to Night Vale podcast, Joey? Um, I have not. It's a weird podcast, and they kind of have that. The dude talks very slow and calmly, but it'll be like, "Don't, don't look at the dog park. The dog park doesn't exist. If you look at the dog park, we'll have to kill you. The moon isn't real. Just a bunch of like really kind of surreal, Illuminati stuff. Yeah, I just googled it, and it looks very conspiracy theory-esque <laughs> yeah it's real it's real weird it's it's a lot of that like um illuminati in this town there's a lot of weird stuff happens in it i dig it so it's interesting yeah interesting indeed so joey what's up with you hmm? well you know uh i finished uh dorior dorior dory how do you that say I don't know. Yeah, the, the I show that I was watching. That was the man with the lizard. For yeah, 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 the, <laughs> the lizard. lizard. I finished it. Very good. Very, very uh, I would highly recommend, even if you're not that into animes. That's a big call there, Joey. That's yeah. a big call. It, interestingly enough, it's uh, one of the 3D animes. Oh, I know how I've said no. in the past that I no. usually hate those. No, but I, I realized why I hate the majority. It's because there's like a certain amount of effort put into the animation. And when they do it in 3D, they're not putting in the same amount of effort. They're using those like smooth 3D models and just like, there you go. That's it. It's like, it looks about the same, but we're just being lazy and we're computerly interesting we're, we're call computer generating this, this, like is, when, this is some shade you're throwing here joe you're throwing the, some shade. i mean i could be completely wrong but that's that's how i see uh in uh doro 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 that's what the show's called um it's like there's so much more like there you can tell that they're 3d models but like there's so much more like overall detail and like the background and like character models um just really brings it to life so it's really cool. plus the story is amazing interesting so yeah would you and watch that, it on? uh it's on netflix of it's course. a netflix original oh now that i didn't i did not remember uh yeah it's actually pretty new too it came out in 2020 i don't know what month though uh but yeah i watched that and i watched uh naruto movie one uh, is that the name of it? Uh, 
its actual name is like uh snow princess something oh i thought i thought you were just gonna say that was how they named all oh movies. ninja clash and then land of snow what is what it's like um it's pretty good not too much to report on it <laughs> just naruto yeah it's just naruto <laughs> how many movies does naruto have um six so many movies there's one, two, three of like old TV show. Yeah. There's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There are eleven movies. That's so many movies. And two TV shows. Interesting. <laughs> I think I did my math right. Well, it's set in stone now. Now, if there if there there is that many movies, doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, yeah, there has to be that many movies. I've never been wrong. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm getting back on that grind, that anime grind, that uh Naruto grind, but oh, also yes, anime. No, specifically Naruto. Interesting. You're gonna go through all the movies. Uh, yeah, I only watched the original TV show. Um, and I didn't watch any of the movies, so I need to watch the three old movies, and then, uh, I don't know how to say that, Ship, Shippun, Poon? Yeah, yeah, we can't, we can't, we're, yeah. no, no. Something, something like that, where, <laughs> where he's just older in that one. <laughs> there you go. And then all of those movies. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it, what I've been up to. Pretty neat. How about you, Riley? What have you been doing? Not much. Um, uh, obviously watched uh, Goodfellas Taxi Driver for today's topic. Of course. Um, didn't haven't watched any other movies besides those. Uh, t- didn't do any painting. So sad. Hmm. So. Sad. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. So the one thing I did do was I finally read. Because uh, I don't know about you, Joey, but I buy books, comic books, and I never read them when I buy them. I buy oh, them when like, yeah, I'll no, read them. I have a massive pile of comic books right next to my bed that I haven't Dude. touched in like months. <laughs> I have like a quarter of the DC Rebirth, Green Lantern, or Hal Jordan and the Green, and the Green Lanterns. Yeah. That run, it, it only went for 50 issues and then they like did some rebranding and, or something or like they split stuff up. But but that that fifty issue run, I think I own all of them, but yeah. I haven't read like the last twenty, so I need to get on those. Nice. But either way, I bought Joker Killer Smile. Yeah. Uh, the first issue, it's only three issues, and there's like a little epilogue issue. I almost bought the epilogue issue, but uh, that wouldn't have made any sense. And um, so I bought the first one, and it's uh, it's one of those DC Black books, you know extra edgy yeah and so because there's actually a decent like there's more than i thought there's like a few out there there's like this wonder woman one it's like wonder woman dead something dead earth i think yeah and it's like the world was oh i should read that it's like wonder woman awakens from a century-long sleep to discover the world is reduced to nuclear wasteland i should read that that sounds fun yeah that's like another one another 
DC Black? Because I was interested. I was like, oh, they made a DC Black Wonder Woman book? I thought they were all going to be Batman, honestly. Yeah, that's a fair expectation. Now, if they make a DC Black Superman story, boom, my mind would be blown. This, uh, this Wonder Woman, uh, Dead Earth, looks pretty cool. It, it, the artwork looks always looked cool. I was like, oh, maybe, I didn't know what the plot was going to be, but I like the idea of Wasteland Earth, and she's like, ah, oh, gosh, dang it, I really messed up here now, didn't I? Hmm. I also like the peacock feathers. So the DC, or, or the Joker book, though, that one, that one I did read the first issue of. Yeah? Uh, Killer Smile. So it's about this therapist guy. And he's like, he, he does what all, all the, the bad therapists always say. Not like bad therapists, but like dumb ones. He was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to fix the Joker. Hmm. And that's never a good idea. So yeah, he does that's... all this therapy with the Joker, and then he starts going crazy, maybe. Huh? Maybe, maybe, maybe he's, maybe he kills them. I don't know. Maybe he's killing people. Who knows? Because he sees, I don't know, like, so like, yeah, like he starts seeing dead people and like early like people and be like, oh my God, he's murdered. Then he'll see the dude later on in the day and he's fine. Oh, um, so he's, he's just going crazy. Yeah, he's, he's going full crazy. But he reads this, like his son is like, I want to read this story. And so this guy's like, okay. So he starts reading it and he's like, oh, there's all the happy little bunny rabbits. And then Mr. Clown Man showed up and he had a chainsaw and he cut them all into pieces and dismembered them and murdered the entire village. And he's like, wait a second, hold on. Wait. <laughs> he's like, where'd you get this book? And he's like, you gave it to me. And he's like, what? And then when he's at, then when he goes to do some therapy on Joker, Joker tells him that same similar story and whatnot. And he's like, what the heck's going on? But Joker, was he in my house? Did he put that book there or am I going crazy? So yeah, it's like a psychological horror thing. Mm, that's pretty cool. I did that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's only like three issues in the epilogue, but I can't find issue two. I hate it. I hate when I can't find. Mm, that's rough. <laughs> I'm like, I want to... I want to keep reading, but I can't find the second issue. So, but yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's written by, uh, Jeff Lemire and, uh, Andre Serenino. Or no, Andre did the art. Jeff Lemire did, did the writing. The art's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I dig it. I think you saw the cover. It was a pretty crazy cover. Yeah. I don't know if he did the cover, but it's a pretty crazy cover. But like the artwork inside is pretty good. It's, it's uh, I see that artwork a lot for DC's people. I feel like, yeah, kind of. I think. Oh, he did a lot of the. Oh, he did the Green Arrow stuff. That's why I knew it. I was like, why does this guy look? Why does his art kind of look familiar? He did uh, a lot of Green Arrow stuff. But yeah, I thought it was a neat book. But yeah, that's. I think that's really it. I haven't. I haven't done much, much of anything, anything else. Nice. Just, just gaming. We played through the Halo Reach campaign. Oh, we did. We finished uh, it. First, first time ever playing an actual campaign. Uh, so. How, how do you feel, Joey? Eh, it's all right. I mean, I do, I do not feel like I've been missing out on anything at all. Well, the problem is, is because. It's it's not fun with it's not as it's not a it's not fun in terms of like single player story and everything when you play with people, at all, because uh, you're not and I don't know and also I think it's just 
you you're not really immersing yourself into it when you play a single player campaign you have to be immersive so you have to do things that would fit in but you but like it was me you and our buddy carson and you guys were just jumping and running around and just going to the next thing and shooting people and running and jumping but like there's npcs having conversations and like interacting and stuff and doing all this stuff but you guys would already be in the next place and i'm like oh okay or like cutscenes will happen and sometimes we'll just talk over them yeah so i'm like i mean that's why you're supposed to play single player games single player i i get that but also like i don't know maybe i'm just not that into immersion because like I, i mean i'll watch like a YouTuber or, like, a walkthrough of a video game just, like, that is a single player, just so I don't have to either buy it or actually put in the effort to, like, actively play the video game so I can do, like, other things, like build minis or paint or whatever. And it's, like, I still feel like I'm getting the same amount of, like, immersion from the story. Like, it's like reading a book. Like, if I'm reading the book, yeah, that's fine. But if someone else is reading the book, that's nicer. <laughs> oh, I completely disagree. No, I, I need it to be me. I I add a level of immersion to it that makes it more enjoyable because it's it's what I like. I'm experiencing it. I like, I don't listen to audiobooks. I hate listening to audiobooks. Oh, OK. I want to read the book. And then, like, if I'm playing through a game, I play through the single player. I mean, the thing with that is I have to enjoy the gameplay, obviously. Right, yeah. Because that's what, I mean, that's what surprised me. I'm like, if you played Halo multi, I mean, it's a little different. But I mean, like, when, like if you play a game multiplayer, there's not much difference to playing a single player, I feel like. Because the gameplay is the same. Yeah. It just has a plot to it. So that's, that's, that's what throws, like, that's what surprises me. Like, Titanfall 2's campaign is great. It's amazing. So much fun. And that one, that one is definitely better played because you could do all these fun game mechanics. There's like time travel and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's like there's like one mission where you can like blink in and out. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, Halo Reach campaign. I mean, the only thing I realized second time or this time going through it, um, the first half's a bit weaker than the second half. Uh, and yeah. it needs to be. It needed to be way longer. So short. I mean, all the Halo campaigns are really short. Yeah, but this one was like. Really, it just it tries to it has to touch so many points because it's a, it was a prequel because um, right. all like all the other Halo games they talk about it at least Halo one and two do because um, where Halo Reach ends is where Halo one begins began it's like it's like Rogue One in that way so it suffers from the same problems Rogue One does where it's like okay here's a bunch of people uh, here's here's the thing and and then here they go okay now they, now we got to kill them all off because they don't exist right in the universe. Yeah, but uh, I still think it's super good. I think I think the second half is amazing. When uh, after uh, the yeah, first guy, agree. yeah, after the first guy dies, and then you crash on the planet, and it's just you, and you have no one else, and you have to, and just the city's all destroyed. I'm like, this is epic. This is this is amazing. So yeah, and that's the thing. Like that's why I think I that's why I think the immersion is better because like I like because when I play it, I feel like I am the soldier in the thing. Yeah, fighting off people people hordes of whatever if i watch that i'd probably just get bored i'd just be like whatever who cares so fair yeah it's interesting but we're going to halo one next yes 
which is it's gonna be something because <laughs> because it's the oldest game of all of them it has the least plot to it in terms of like gameplay wise like there's no npcs talking to each other oh like reaches it's very much it feels like someone made a map and is like okay play through this and then you just play through it there's not much else to it and you just have narration over everything explaining what's going on Hmm. so it'll be much better for us because we can then just do whatever because you don't actually have to be like okay stop and listen to these people talk and whatever and and all that good stuff because it's it's very much just go here do that shoot those guys that's it you did you're done with the mission <laughs> cool gotcha sounds like yeah i mean that's the thing i think halo reach just feels the most like a movie with some gameplay aspects thrown in and that might be the problem i think halo reach would have fit better as a movie yeah that's understood <clears throat> halo 2 is my favorite campaign so hopefully that one's good i think that one will be pretty good it's it's pretty much on rails you pretty much just travel in a straight line which is wait in halo 2 yeah it's very much okay you enter a room like an area then you just you kill the guys and then you go to the next one and whatnot from my understanding but it, it does start to build up i never played through halo 3's campaign that much i just played like the beginning and the end that was it i feel like that's what happened to me as well <laughs> that's all i did i just played like, the beginning mission and i was like this is fine and then i played the ending mission and i'm like that was pretty awesome <laughs> that was it i think the thing that i remember most is driving uh warthog like i as the place is falling i talked to them for some reason and then yeah the yeah, yeah, everything's ground is falling yes. apart, and that's you have the, to drive. That's the only part I remember. <laughs> I'm I pretty remember sure that's the end. Like a thousand times. God, I love that. That was so cool. See, that's the thing, though. Like, and then when I play that, I do feel that tension, and so it feels very cool and very epic. And I'm like, this is I'm like a cool soldier man running away from an explosion. I guess so I don't know. I get I get very immersed in my games. I guess I get very invested in them. So. And it's funny, I played Halo 4's campaign a couple times, but I don't remember what it's about. I just remember it's like weird aliens show up, you kill them, and that's it? Oh, yeah. Question mark? Whatever. But we'll get through them all. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. So, slowly but surely. I mean, I think it's fun. I still think it's fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a good time. God, I think, I think Halo 2 has some fun missions, though. In the beginning. Like, just the way it's set up and what you have to do. I think it's just fun. Like, you you had a... One of them, you have to board a scarab and take it down as it ravages through a city and stuff. So you're, like, running away from it until you get to a high ground, and then you can jump onto the scarab, and then you kill everyone. I love oh, that mission. I think Halo 3 did that as well. Oh, yeah. yeah I was told Halo 3 has an even bigger one. The scarab yeah. just gets bigger each game. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was fun. And, of course, in Halo... um in Halo 2, you can play as the Arbiter. Yes, which I love. Because Arbiters and Elites are... Yeah, you have the Arbiter storyline. Because then, yeah, you have two separate storylines happening side by side. Yeah. Yeah, the, Ar- the Arbiter missions were interesting. I was like, oh my god, I'm an, I'm a, I'm an Elite. I'm, look at me. I'm an alien man. So, But those will be fun. But yeah, I think that was it. I think that's all we've been up to. Yeah. Actually, I forgot. I watched uh, Django Unchained. 
I have uh, not watched that. Very. You would like it a lot. That's what, I, that's what I'm told. And it's on Netflix. I just, just haven't done it. It's not too bad. I two watched hour, one. Two hours and 45 minutes. It's pretty long. It's I think, pretty I think long. it's one of those things. I just watch one, I watch one Tarantino movie like every six months. It's my rule. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's like a good enough I, amount I of time. Because, I mean, I need to watch so many of them, but I'm like, I'll just watch one, and then we'll continue on, and then I'll watch another one. That's about all you can handle, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, because they are what they are. Oh. All right, Joe, are you ready for the news? I am. It's what's happening? Oh, we got, we got so much stuff. So first of all, Jason Momoa <laughs> is going to be voicing... Frosty the Snowman in a live-action CGI hybrid movie. Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. In a live-action CGI? I believe Frosty the Snowman, I believe, is CGI'd, or it's the opposite. Everything else is CGI'd, but it's just Jason Momoa. <laughs> yes. I, I, like, I like the latter. <laughs> yeah, just, just CGI everything else, but it's just Jason Momoa. Painted white <laughs> or something with like a bunch of cotton balls all over him. <laughs> like they just dye his beard and hair. <laughs> and he's like, I am a snowman. <laughs> I think that'd be that'd be pretty funny. Um yeah, there's not much to say about that except for it's happening. I'm excited. It's, it's gonna be amazing. I can't believe it. I it's it's gonna be a thing. It's truly, truly gonna be something. Oh, wait, there was one movie I watched. I watched that new uh, Will Ferrell uh, Eurovision Netflix movie. Have you seen that? I have not. It's like, it's basically, what, he's Swedish or something or something like that. And he wants to compete in the Eurovision Song Contest. That's oh. it. Oh, it was yeah. all right. It wasn't that bad. It was actually quite funny. Uh, how was the music? Pretty good. I don't like musicals. This one had one musical scene where I was like, oh, this is boring. I hate it. And I don't really like musicals. So, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it could have been decent, but I just didn't like it. Um, but a lot of the song, like the song that they play a lot, is pretty solid. I don't know. There's a, there's a funny song in the beginning, which I also kind of enjoyed. Something to do about potatoes, I think. Oh, interesting. <laughs> just, just silly. But overall, I thought it was kind of funny. And yeah, it wasn't that bad. And you know, sometimes I don't like a lot of Will Ferrell movies because they, they kind of just get kind of stupid. But this one, yeah, there was a lot of kind of stupid parts, but it was also just kind of like, I guess, just, I don't know. It was a better version of just people being goofy. Gotcha. Yeah, he wasn't playing someone that was like super stupid, which was good. But they have weird accents. At least I feel he does. At least I feel, I feel Will Ferrell's accent feels the most off-putting. Maybe because it's Will Ferrell. So, I don't know. All right, Joey, but, but back to the news. Back back to the news. Back to the news. Um, so DC Fandom is a thing that's happening at some point, which is it's going to be a bunch of news or whatever from DC, right, on August 22nd. Um, right, it's just, it's just going to be DC probably gives us a bunch of information, right? It's like a weird virtual convention thing. Okay. Um, well, there was supposed leaks on, I think they were posted on Reddit, and it was saying that we're gonna get like trailers for every, we're gonna get gonna get new trailers for everything. We're gonna get a trailer for Suicide Squad, one for Wonder Woman that will show us Cheetah. We'll get Aquaman two news. We'll get we'll get Black Adam news and the plot. We'll get Matt Reeves footage. 
get frost Ooh. footage? No. <laughs> we'll get information about the Flash. We'll get we'll get a Zack Snyder Justice League full trailer thing. We'll get a David Ayer's uh cut of Suicide Squad. We'll get Shazam two news. They're gonna they're gonna do everything. Oh, they're gonna give us everything. And then, and then I James, a lot is happening. Oh, well, then James Gunn was like, "This isn't real." He's like, "He's like, no." Oh, he's like, "He's like, this is the most made up thing I've ever seen in my life." That's so sad. He's like, he's like, if any of this stuff happens, it's not because this guy knew it. It's just because he's guessed so many things that something might happen. That something might be true. <laughs> he's like, but this is he's like, this is the this is not real. So there you go. I just boom, <laughs> throw all of that in the dumpster. Gotcha. But if you want more DC news, uh, Zack Snyder's been answering questions that people have been asking him about his cut of Justice League. Um, so I thought I would just go through, you know, a whole shaban of them. Um, this guy on Twitter has been posting screenshots of all of them. It's like at Scott DC 27. And he's just he's got a thread of all of them. So I'm going to read them, I guess. We'll, we'll go through them and we'll see how we feel about them. All right. Okay. Um, the first bit of news is that he said that, uh, this cut of Justice League, there's no compromising. It's whatever he wants to do. It's all his vision. While the 2017 one was all compromise. That, gotcha. that is what it is. Um, we'll be seeing, uh, the original version of Steppenwolf. I guess the design that's in the 2017 movie is not his original design. And so oh. in the Zack Snyder cut, we'll see, we'll see his design. Hmm. Um, and then, then this person asked a question. One question about the nightmare, which is uh, for those who aren't familiar, that's the scene in Batman v Superman where Superman's evil and Batman's got guns and yeah, <laughs> and then Superman kills a bunch of people. Um, the question is, why does Superman have the red and blue suit and not the black one? Because uh, I think we're going to be seeing the black suit when Superman comes back to life. Okay, that makes I think sense. That's, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder replies when he succumbs to the anti-life. Uh, he returns to the red and blue suit. So there you go. I don't know if that means we'll see more nightmare stuff or what. Who knows? I hope so. Um, I, I, I mean, <laughs> there were there were also rumors that Ben Affleck is supposedly might be signing a contract for more Ben uh, Batman movies uh, okay. on HBO Max. So it it's adding more credibility to the whole HBO Max is going to be Zack Snyder gets to make whatever DC movies he wants to make. Yeah, that's so. There is more of that. Um, Oh, good question. Um, someone asked, where did Batman get that trench coat that he's wearing? Um, Zack Snyder replies, probably from a dead guy. Yeah. That was a good, good question, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're, they're working on all the special effects. He says they're really, like, they're in the deep of it on the special effects part of the movie. You know, just tons of it. So, um... Someone asked, will there be more Jonathan Kent in the Justice League movie? You know, little little old man Kent, good old father of Superman. Uh, Zack Snyder replied with a winky emoji. Oh, I, I don't know. I guess we're going to I guess maybe it'll be like a flashback. Superman's going to be like, what? I need to save the world. But can I do it? And then Jonathan Kent's going to come in, a, in like a flashback <laughs> and he's going to be like, man, Superman, here's a life lesson I taught you about. Yeah, farming. <laughs> yep, yep. Exactly what's gonna happen. 
But the question is, Joey, what lesson on farming? That's how that's to true. grow corn. <laughs> I mean, if you know how to grow corn, you're pretty much set. Yeah, you can save the world, right? <laughs> you can save the world. You can live forever. You can feed the world. You can become a king, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, I'm going to read this. I don't know what it means. It would be awesome to see Come Together playing in the first trailer of Zack Snyder Justice League. It would bring back the amazing memories before the 2017 disaster. What? Am I missing something? It would be awesome to see Come Together playing in the first trailer. Is that like a song? I don't know. Yeah, that might be. Who knows what that is. But either way, Zack Snyder says, I have something better. So I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a lot from this trailer. Whatever it means. I'm expecting a lot from it. Wait, did they, did they play Come Together in... No, I, I think... I don't know if it was in the original trailer, but I think the guy was saying that they should put it in the, ne- the next trailer, the new trailer. I don't know. Uh, it's whatever. It was, a, it was not that good of a question, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's just okay. Uh, I'm going to skip some of these music ones. I don't care about them. Yeah. Uh... Uh, there's been some debate over whether or not your Justice League has Lois giving the speech where she says, only from the darkness can we truly feel the light. Could you settle for us, sir? In your version of the film, does Amy Adams give that statement? Zack Snyder says, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm guessing it doesn't happen. Probably not. <laughs> okay, so this, I love this. This is in all caps. Sir at Zack Snyder, does Cyborg have a nightmare vision where Superman is destroying the world under Darkseid's authority some moments before Clark opens his eyes and flies out of the ship when the League drops the mother box on him? Zack Snyder replies with a winky face. (laughs) I don't know if that's a scene from the movie. Like, I remember when they do the whole mother box scene on Superman. Yeah. Was that a scene from the movie where just or cyborg super or cyborg's like, man, I don't have a good feeling about this. I don't remember that. I feel like I need uh, to rewatch the old one. <laughs> I I don't remember Superman and Cyborg ever like doing anything together. Like I, I, I cannot I picture them in the same room. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just I I, I don't remember it happening. What happened in the movie? I'm I don't still- remember. I don't remember. I need to watch. I need to rewatch the movie. Yeah, I think we're going to have to rewatch it, because I, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, this guy asked, I have a question. What did you mean by Unite the Seven? A Green Lantern is coming? Uh, again, his reply is a winky face. I think that was that was pretty much set in stone. We were going to be getting Green Lanterns, because we were always supposed to. Yeah. So, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. Uh, Matt, I mean, Matt also Martian Manhunter. He'll also be there. And a whole bunch of stuff. Who knows? Everything. Wait. Everything will be there. It's not seven. Um, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, Cyborg. I think, I think they only needed one, right? Martian Manhunter seven. It's either Martian Manhunter or Green Lantern. That was always the questions. Probably yeah. Green Lantern because Green Lanterns are in the fight scene. But that also, one. Martian Manhunter is cool. Is I mean, again, they still can do both. That is true. What would you prefer to see, Martian Manhunter or Green Lantern? Probably Green Lantern. I think Marsh Manhunter would look kind of weird at this moment because I don't think I don't know how committed it would be. Also, I just I don't know. It'd be kind of random. Because I, I, I mean, I guess it'd be one of those things like a Green Lantern makes sense. One Green Lanterns are shown in the the old fight scene. You know, that, that takes place true. back in the day. 
yeah. he makes a comment about there being no more lanterns in the area, or you know, like no lanterns on Earth. I think it would just it would make sense for it to be a Green Lantern. If it was just like, yeah, uh, I was like, who are you? I am Martian Manhunter. Um, I'm a Martian, I'm like the last one alive. I can shape from Mars. Yeah, <laughs> like here's a list of my powers. <laughs> it's like it's like, well, this is very random. I can do anything, but I'm weak to fire. <laughs> Something's weak to fire. I'm just scared. I'm very scared <laughs> of fire. Oh yeah, that's a good point. He is just scared. Yeah, what a little baby boy, <laughs> little baby, little baby man, little baby man. So, yeah, that that was all the news. Uh, I I do think Green Lantern would be more interesting. Yeah, probably. I don't think I care who it is. I would like John Stewart or Hal Jordan. Kyle Rayner would be okay. Guy Gardner. Uh, I don't. That's, that's I don't know better. about those I, last two. Uh, I think Kyle Rayner's fine. I mean. Just a guy. I feel like I don't feel like he's. I mean, yeah, that's my I mean, problem with him. He's, he's just, just like when he's an artist. So... Guy, Gardner, Guy Gardner needs other people to play off of, though. Yeah, <laughs> he is not good solo. No. But what if they do Kyle Rayner, but he comes as the White Lantern? That's right, Joey. They just do that storyline immediately. It's possible. Probably not going to happen, but it's possible. Uh, who do, you, yeah, who do you think they would go with? I mean, they'd probably go without Jordan, right? Um. Uh... Uh, I think I would like to see John Stewart. I don't know what they would actually choose. I mean, I, I would really like. I love. I love John Stewart too. I mean, I, I Hal Jordan and John Stewart. I, I don't think I could pick between them. So, or do you think they would do Abin Sir? They do the alien that dies. No, they would. I don't think well, they would. Do that. Well, no, because what if he dies during the fight, and then Hal Jordan gets his ring then? <laughs> oh, that does seem like the kind of thing they would do. I would like that. Actually, they that'd would kill. The Oscar yeah, would die in the fight, and it would be like later they'd be like, "Oh, Hal Jordan gets the ring." Oh, oh my gosh, that would be so much better. That's like them yeah, actually yeah. using their brain and setting up. Oh, never mind. They wouldn't do it. Then. An actual story. Oh, you're right. Yeah, no, that makes way too much sense. <laughs> They would have all the Green Lanterns already exist. Hal Jordan's retired. Hal <laughs> um, Jordan's retired. Uh, Avin Stewart is still alive. Um, such a such The movies actually, the Green Lantern movies actually focused around the Blue Lantern. <laughs> the Blue Lantern show up. The, the Green Lanterns have disbanded. They don't yeah, exist anymore. They're actually all dead now. Um, oh, could you hear those fireworks outside? Uh, I heard a little pop. Yeah, those fireworks. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Even though it's not the 4th of July. Even though it's not. I'll be hearing fireworks all week. God, I find that really annoying. I do, too. Side comment. <laughs> Joey, let's just, just take like, a moment. Why, what, yeah, just why would you save fireworks for when you don't, you're not, you shouldn't be shooting them off? It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Frustrating, especially when like, you have a podcast. Yeah, podcasting ruins it. My animals, they're spooked. When spooked. when I'm gaming, I just freak out. I think that I'm, like, dying or something. It's like, no, that's just my neighbor setting off explosives. <laughs> yeah. All right, last bit of news, Joey. Uh, we had talked in the past about Star Wars The Clone Wars and the possibility of there being more episodes. But Dave Filoni came out with a statement uh, regarding the episodes. Uh, 
because I think I remember there was a comment about how they had like 40 other episode ideas, right? Yeah. Um, Dave Filoni was like, I don't know. Uh, personally, probably not going to finish them. Uh, he's got a lot of other things he wants to work on. Nothing else should matter. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think he just wants to do other things. So it doesn't, it doesn't seem like Clone Wars will continue at all. That probably will be the end. So, uh, that's fair. Yeah, is is what it is. Yeah, I mean, we got seven seasons. Yeah, there's, there's, that's there's, more than I expected. Yeah, there's a lot of Clone Wars out there. Hopefully. I, he works on something. I works. recently uh, got Disney Plus, so I might have to check out the original Star Wars The Clone Wars movie. Oh my god, it's so bad. 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, I don't remember it, any of it, though. It's not that it's bad, it's just... Okay, one, it's it's just it's four episodes of the show. Right. Uh, but it's just... It, I don't know, it doesn't look the nicest, because it's still not as yeah. clean animation. And then the story is just fine. So, I mean, overall, it is completely serviceable. That's fair. That makes sense. So, all right, Joey, but that was it. Kind of a light news stuff, just some more DC stuff, because now we'll be getting Zack Snyder cut news till the end of our days. Yep. Um, yeah, but, like, remember when, so, remember when Jesse Lee came out and then all we could talk about was whether or not Ben Affleck would ever come back as Batman? That yeah. That where it's like, oh, he's he's back, and he's like, oh, he's not doing it anymore. I mean, had no idea what was happening. Now it's just gonna yeah. be like, hey, Zack Snyder cut every week. This is happening. Oh wait, no, it's not. <laughs> this is a new character. No, it's not. <laughs> There'll be Green Lanterns. No, there's no Green Lanterns. It's actually just people with green green colored lanterns. Green colored lanterns. <laughs> nice, very cool. Uh, I just wanted to come out, but it probably won't come out for like two years or something ridiculous. Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe I don't know. Was there maybe I thought we we talked about it about the the release date? Oh, uh, I think we did. I don't remember when the actual release date was, though. Uh, I think there was like I think it was just like a time period. Uh, oh, actually, it'll come out some point next year. Cool. So not too bad. And since most of it's all special effects, it'll probably hit its deadline, even with all the COVID stuff. Which is good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, Joey. But as we talked about last week, we're going to talk about some Martin Scorsese films. We watched Taxi Driver and Goodfellas. Joey, which one would you like to tackle first? Uh, Taxi Driver. Hold on. All right. Taxi Driver, Joey. Yeah. I think was this... This was one of his like first big movies, I thought. Martin Scorsese. I believe so. It's one of his earlier ones, and one of uh, Robert De Niro's real, real good movies. So, all right. So, Joey, taxi driver. The story of a man who drives taxis. Yeah. About and it. Then he, and then he goes a bit, a bit, a bit sicko mode. <laughs> yeah. On New York City for a bit. Um. So it's it's a quite popular movie. Oh yeah, for sure. It's got a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes for critics, 93 for audience. The critic consensus, must-see film for movie lovers. It's a masterpiece with Robert De Niro as his best. Um, yeah, it's super famous. Though I feel like I, I hadn't actually ever heard of this movie until Joker came out. Um, 
I, like, I, I've always known that it was a thing. I don't think I ever knew that it was like such an amazing film. Like so many people love it, like amazing yeah. reviews and like icon kind of movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, Joker was the like real comparison for it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I genuinely did not know of the movie then, really at all. I think so. I think that was one thing that was interesting is I don't think it's. It doesn't keep its like household name appeal, like some of Martin Scorsese's other movies. Yeah, like everyone knows it all the time, kind of thing. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was interesting about it, but we're getting ahead of ourselves, Joey, a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's about a veteran working a taxi drive a uh, taxi cab in New York City, and uh, he starts. He's a bit he's a bit kooky, a little, little yeah. mentally unstable. And uh, say the least, starts to develop some violent urges. Uh, Robert De Niro is, of course, the main, the leading man, uh, and he's he's really good. Yeah, he is. Yeah, no, he does an amazing job. Yeah, like like he's really good. <laughs> I thought I just I thought that I wasn't I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but then I was like, dang, this is pretty good acting from Robert De Niro. Actually, honestly, I was pretty in like submerged in the movie. Like looking back, like I don't know, it was like just so attentive, just because of like his act. Yeah, I I I don't know the story though, kind of weak in my opinion. Just like how things are presented throughout, because. I mean, he is crazy, so I guess that there is that point of he's just doing whatever comes to his mind, and as soon as he forgets about it, it's never talked about again through yeah. the rest of the I movie. Mean, I mean, we'll, we'll do spoilers on all these movies, obviously. They're old. Right, yeah. Um, so, like, what do you, so what do you mean by that exactly? Um, well, it's like... Uh, like specifics. Give me, give me a specific thing, and you were like, "This bad." I, I okay. I didn't think that any of it was bad. I just thought that it was weird how information was given and like the progression of the character was made. Because it's like he focuses so heavily on the woman for a while. I get that, and then he goes for the president or the presidential candidate. Uh, mm-hmm. he, like, gets such a big plan ready, he's, like, prepared to destroy this guy, uh, and then as soon as the, like, CIA agent, like, sees him, he runs away, and then they just That's never cool. talk about it. Secret service, Joey. Uh, CIA cannot uh, operate on U.S. soil. Okay, my bad, my mistake. <laughs> You're going to have listeners tweet at you or be like, hey, hey, Ron. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, actually, he starts the plan of the president first, not or the candidate first. Right. Yeah, I get that. But like, he just gives up. Like, well, there's, yeah. there's like all of that buildup. And then he's like, yeah. oh, never mind. I can't. And then he just flips to the like gangster uh like hotel yeah 
prostitution house kind of thing. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see that why that would be an issue though. I mean, that's that's what would happen. Like, like, what, like, like if if because once he notices that he's been found out, he's not going to continue. The dude doesn't want to die, <laughs> not yet at least. Well, I mean, yeah, I I get that, but it's like he wasn't really found. Like he did so much to like prepare. Like he got a haircut. He had the stupid mohawk. He wore sunglasses. <laughs> he wore his bomber jacket. If you just get rid of all of those clothes, shave his head. He's pretty much golden. Like there's no well, way he, that he can't that. get rid of the jacket. He cannot. He's hiding guns under there. He's got the arm thing. I mean, just use a different jacket. I mean, he has to go get another jacket i mean that just seems like weird work plus they'll still be on edge and they'll still find like like i mean they they could very easily be like oh that just happened and then boom it's done like you get one shot and you're that's it like you get you get that one shot and then that dude's on lockdown plus the dude the, the candidate was already leaving like how like he can't just leave go buy a jacket real quick oh get well, a, i mean a, yeah go get a haircut I don't know. I just thought that it was like a weird focus and like the drop off wasn't like a real resolution. I don't think I mean I don't think there was supposed to be I think that's the point. There's not supposed to be resolution. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I, it's I not get about that. the plot. I think that's the thing. The movie's not about the plot necessarily. So then it's about the man. It's character like it's it's about the, the dude. You're looking at yeah, it's a character study of him. The entire thing is all about him. So the point of those scenes is just to show, you know, his attitudes and stuff, his motives, or not motives, his, like, I guess kind of, yeah, his motives. I still don't see what the motive was exactly, besides he's crazy, but the, that's the problem, right? I meant, like, I don't, someone who would just go out and, sh- and shoot people, sometimes it just, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think I could understand it. So, I don't know. Or maybe... I don't know, maybe he just didn't like the candidate. Maybe his conversation in the taxi, he didn't trust him. I don't know. Because I was, I was, that was, that was my one thing. Because I was trying to find out his motive. But then I just assumed, eh. He probably doesn't have one. <laughs> it's, he's just crazy. I mean. That's, I mean, okay. That makes sense. Like a lot That's of, crazy. I mean, like a lot of shooters. You know, a lot of people. That is true. Yeah. Like don't. it doesn't, what they do don't, doesn't make logical sense all the time. Because. They are crazy. Yeah, they're not. They're not thinking logically all the time. Um, one thing I okay, I just this is a side note. Him building the pistol thing that slides the gun. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty neat. <laughs> he built- I was like, wow, that's a that's an engineer right there. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> I'm like, and then, and then he does it. I'm like, what? <laughs> like that is the one thing in this movie that that kind of took me out of its grounded realism. Because I'm, like, I'm like, he would, what? I'm like, he built that? Which I know isn't the craziest thing. I mean, you have people with, like, the Unabomber who, like, develop traps and whatnot. Yeah. But it just, it just it threw me off. It really, it just threw me for a curve. It, it was mighty impressive. It was, it was, it was something. Um, another performance from this that's talked about a lot is, uh, Jodie Foster, uh, she was she was twelve years old, playing a prostitute. That made that was supposedly some that made some headlines. Was she 
actually 12 years yes. old? Yes. That is that is 12 years old Jodie Foster playing a 12-year-old prostitute. Hmm. So it was, it was pretty weird. Yeah, that is pretty weird. She was like, yeah, that was something. That was that was something, wasn't it? I don't know. You can I think I think she's 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 talked about it somewhere in some interviews, but she's good though. Yeah, I mean, she did a pretty good job for such a young actor. Yeah, yeah. She's like she does a really good job playing the character and like and all that. Um I I thought I thought it was interesting, you know. It I guess I guess it was weird. So because here's the problem with this character, right? And I guess the movie kind of has this it kind of it adds some fuel to this as well in the ending. Are you're not supposed to like this? Like you're not supposed to look up to this guy, right? I feel like I don't know. Because <laughs> on one hand, it's good to get a twelve year old out of the prostitution business. I think Correct. we can all agree on that one. Yes, I think his shooting the candidate not a cool move though stalking and like harassing and being kind of overall creepy to that um that one woman he had a crush on yeah also not not cool that that was pretty that's kind of weird man he's kind of it's like i want to say that his morals are just but then not really at times but also not well originally he was supposed to be uber racist Oh wow, that would have been a very different move. Um, I think like all the people that he shoots are, were all supposed to be black originally. And um another okay, so okay, I forgot about this scene. Mm. This scene kind of throws me off. This scene, I don't I have an idea of what it's supposed to be, but it's the scene where he he t- he has the guy in his taxi who's going to kill his wife because she's she's having an affair on it with him. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and like again, that was supposed to be the racism is cuz that whole scene he's always like, "Oh, it's 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 with this black guy, but obviously he uses the N word because <laughs> right, yes, he's racist. Um, not Robert De Niro character. This this guy that's that's in his cab. So I guess that was supposed to be part of it. That was supposed to add to the whole racism thing. So, mm-hmm. but that scene though, like like the only thing I can think of is like it fuels the crazy side of him. See. It pushes him to like, okay, I'll start killing people. I have no idea. I don't really know what the scene is for. Like, See, I, I don't know. Because I don't know. That's that's my confusion with this movie. There are like so many scenes that just like are there. I forgot about that scene. That's the funny part, though. Like, I only just remembered it. Yeah, I I did too. <laughs> I, I I think that's what it, I think it was like. He sees crazy and like, cause like I get it. Like, there's a lot of scenes that just show really bad stuff happening, and I get what that's for. That was like, that's like a, that's like a tone thing, right? It's supposed to show how bad the city is. It shows him hating the city and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know if that taxi scene is supposed to add to it. I Maybe. guess you could. It, it gives him like, like, oh, I should do that. Yeah, it's like, okay, if someone is doing something wrong i should i could just buy a gun and well i I can't remember exactly does he own the guns before that scene no okay then that's wrong the first the first gun that he talks about is a 44 magnum which is what the guy talks about 
No, that's okay. So that is what that scene is for. Then that scene has to be. It's it's like inspiration. He's like, well, that guy's doing it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's the part of this movie. You have to think about this movie a little bit. Yeah. You got to sit here and you got to be like, hmm. (laughs) But okay. I mean, that's the thing. Overall, it's it's pretty straightforward and pretty good. Right. You know. Yeah. 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 No. Hundred percent. Like, there's just like little nitpicks here and there. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought all of this stuff with oh, what's what's her name? Oh, the original lady. Yeah, yeah, the woman he had a he had like that crush on or whatever. Uh, name? Betsy. That sounds good. Betsy. Uh, I'm trying to look through IMDb. Yeah, Betsy. Yeah, yeah, like that character. There, that whole story plot. Um, that was pretty good, and that one also felt. That that felt like something that I could definitely still see happen today. Yeah. Kind of so those kinds of guys that would like ask a girl out or whatever and then do something really creepy, really weird. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously she would be like, Oh no, no, I'm done with this. But then he's way too cleany and creep like like dude chill. Like I like that is something that I'm sure many people could be like, Yeah, there's a lot of dudes who do stuff like that. So I mean that I mean that has to put the nail in the coffin. You're not supposed to want to be like this guy. I guess. Yeah. It's but it's weird because it's like at the end of the movie everyone is praising. Okay, so so again I, I talked to you this out of it, but I looked it up. So for those who aren't familiar, so uh after the taxi driver guy uh, tries to kill the candidate, doesn't do it, he kills uh the pimps and all those guys to save Iris, the 12 year old prostitute out of prostitution. So he right. kills everyone. He gets shot of a whole bunch. Uh, that action sequence. The yeah. Bullet and blood effects are kind of, they are very unsettling to me. What do, how so? Everything seemed like extra kind of meaty and like mm. the blood was extra thick. Everything, everything just seemed a little, yeah, like it had, it was just very thick. I don't know how else to put it, you know, like, like when he gets shot in the neck, it's just there's like some chunks, and I'm just like, ooh, well, got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. Like I'm not saying it was bad. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just like, yeah, oof, those were those were some blasts. It is uh, uh, a 19 practical effects. Yeah, he shoots that guy's hand and it explodes. That's a good <laughs> effect. Yeah, no, and I think yeah, the yeah. effect is very good. It's just they went, you know, because. Sometimes in a lot of action movies nowadays, you just get it where bullets just pass through people. Yeah. Just but like this is like everything salt. explodes like a yeah. real bullet. Like a real bullet will, will cause a man to explode through the back. The, the, uh, cause actually what's interesting is like, I think when you get shot, the entry part, it's just a hole. Right. But when it exits the body, it's That's... just chunks and explosions of you. Yeah. Uh, cause the bullet spins and flips around inside of you. So, so it was good. It was good effects. It was just, it, it, it just comes out of nowhere, you know? I feel like. Like, that there weren't any other action blowy up scenes until that point. Yeah, and you're right. So, I think, I, I think that's cool. I thought, it, I, I enjoyed it yeah. because it's just, just like, bam. And you're like, oh, holy, oh my God. Yeah, I, t- I think the conversation right before he just like, <laughs> goes sicko mode with the pimp like just yeah. on the street that's super weird <laughs> like 
like it was really well done but it's just like such a funny conversation it, it was because that's the thing like like this character is bad at talking to people in a way that yeah. Seems, yeah, yeah yeah like 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 you don't say that you don't act like that and that's the yeah. point like this guy doesn't he doesn't do the like he doesn't he's not operating like a person usually does but you know robert de niro does a really good job it's just i think what's interesting because robert de niro plays all these like tough guys and all these other things and he still is kind of doing it here but he's doing a tough guy who i feel like shouldn't be a tough guy yeah he yeah the way that he presents himself doesn't really seem wait no he doesn't look like a tough guy, but the way that yeah. he presents himself. Yeah, he presents himself. Yeah, exactly. He presents himself like a tough guy, but like you're kind of just like this dude. You're just this yeah, taxi. Looking guy. at him, he's like, I don't know. I, eh. You're not like a gangster. Come yeah. on, man. Um But so Robert Junior character does all those things. He saves Iris and it looks like he's gonna die. Like he tries to kill himself. Right, yeah. yeah as always happens with this sort of thing. And then he's laying on the ground when the police show up. And I always thought the movie ended there. That's where I thought the movie always ended. Cause I've seen that, that before. Yeah. But it but doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out he survives. Uh, Iris goes home. Parents write to him. And are like, thank you. She's doing great now. And they're like, Oh, a taxi driver is a hero. He stops all these pimps and criminals and he gets them off the street he cleans the street punisher style and um yeah then and, and so here's another interesting thing um so one that's real this isn't like some mind thing right this has been yeah, by multiple people. That, real. that's what happens that's what happens in the story but if i don't know if you notice this so betsy is in his cab he drops her off pays for her ta- her fare yeah and then he's driving and he looks in his rear view mirror okay and the look on his face got like it's kind of like i guess perturbed look or whatnot but what it's supposed to mean is is that his his thirst is building in him again so that's like so i guess that's how it's always been explained is that he's gonna blow again he's so it's kind of like now it's a cycle Hmm. there's this loose cannon on the streets who who's now been supported by the by the people, and he's gonna bl- like like he's gonna explode with violence again, and I guess that's what the that's what the character, that's what you're studying is you're looking at it and there's this man and like everything seems normal, but it slowly builds up more and more in his head, and then he loses it, but then he's normal again, but then it ends with but he's gonna do it again whatever it is he's gonna do it this wasn't just a one time thing. He's gonna kill some more people. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I I didn't pick it up, so I, I rewatched the ending, and then I was like, oh, that is what it is. Okay. And I th- I think that's like been said by them and whatnot. Like that was the oh. thing. Like the look at the end, they're like, yeah, yeah, that look. I'm gonna go kill some people. That's what it means. <laughs> gotcha. So. Yeah. So I I and I and I think that's why I I think it's a criticism of media a little bit. Or something, or it's like it's like pointing out, like, oh, look, you know, you're just gonna say this about this guy who killed people, but you probably shouldn't have. I yeah. guess I think that's. I guess I mean, that's logical. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know, but but overall, I mean, it's really good. I think. Oh yeah. Would you watch Joey, if you if you enjoy movies, do you think people should watch it? 
Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, I don't know if I'd watch it again. I... I don't know, I might. I really... I... I kind of digged the narration at times. Sometimes I did not. Ad- there, okay, so one, there's this tune that plays throughout the entire movie. Did you? Did you know? I'm sure you noticed it. Yeah, it's not yeah. the same set of core. It's playing the entire time, and there's so many shots of just. It's very slow. There's so many shots of just the city. You know, it's just it's just a shot. There's some cool lights, and it's yeah, it's visually very pleasing, which is fine. Like yeah. some movies just do that. Doesn't need to mean anything. Just it can visually be pleasing, just to set to moods and whatnot. But I just thought it was then the the music's playing. <laughs> just it's the same song every time. Every time. But uh, I mean, I, I I thought it was good. I mean, I I would maybe watch it again. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's like obvious why it's crazy, but it's like okay, I would definitely watch it again in like a while. Or something, you know. I mean, so, that's that's yeah. It's kind of like the the way that I see it. It's like I sent the movie is a character analysis. Yeah. After he's analyzed, can go back. Be like, hey, you can. But it's, it's really not neat. Once once you see it once, you're like, oh, okay. No, I get I agree it. With that. Um, but what's interesting? Um, again, so I thought we'll do a little short thing before we go to Goodfellas. Is so the Joker's been compared to it. The Joker basically tonally yeah. is Taxi Driver. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I, there's so many similarities. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very much its heart is in the Taxi Driver-esque style. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't have the narration, right? I don't think it does. No, it does not. I think that's just a Martin Scorsese special. He loves his narration. Because, I mean, I've only seen a few movies by him, but all of them have the main character narrating. So, yeah, it's interesting. I I would say that I like the narration. I, I, I enjoyed it in Taxi Driver. I, I, thought it, I thought it added a very... I mean, that makes sense. You need to be in his head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how else would you do that? So, but, uh, okay, so, so what is your opinion on Joker? I told you, I think it made me enjoy Joker less. Because now it kind of feels like it just took the gimmick of another thing and it painted Joker over it. Yeah. That's that was I, that's my problem with it at least. Um I feel like Joker takes away the like reality of Taxi Driver. Cause it's like, I don't know, Taxi Driver, I can believe to this day, that that same exact story could happen. Oh yeah, I, I agree with you there. I don't. I don't know why I was sounding Minnesota for a second. I was going, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, Joker, I really think. I, yeah, Joker could never happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> like there's there's a very very low chance that, that would happen. Uh, a clown man kills three rich people and it causes the entire. Yeah. An entire clown based riots though joey watch us mark our words and then it ends up happening <laughs> it'll look like the real buffoon aren't we very interesting if that did happen. um but uh, no i agree what's interesting is that joker there is confirmation that he's an untrustworthy narrator joker in, yeah, well yeah because in joker you know there's the whole 
him and the girl thing where oh, the relationship okay. so so then with joker you can be like oh this this wasn't real while in taxi driver while you can say he's not a trustworthy narrator the main part that's not trustworthy is the ending but that's been confirmed basically by everyone who worked on the movie to be real so it is real like like, like it is so i just thought that was that was one interesting thing is that joker admits some of it can be fake yeah I'm. I mean, okay. It's two different crazy. Oh no! Again, it, yeah. No, I, and I. I'm gonna say I think that's the Joker's downfall. The, uh, yeah, yeah. I can agree with. Because, like, I mean, with Joker's ending, I can just be like, "Oh, this movie never happened. Maybe he was always an insane asylum. Maybe only some of it happened." Uh, who's, you know, who's to say? So. Uh, I feel like Joker is more of a conversation-worthy kind of movie though because it's like that theory of what is true and what is not whereas taxi driver since they just say flat out everything is real it's just uh, a character analysis which I, joker I, also I, has the character analysis but also the theoretical version of it i'll agree with you that joker has led to more conversation of that i don't think that's necessarily good that's more just frustrating um uh, that's you talk a lot about a lot about the Star Wars sequel trilogy, Joey. Does that mean I, those are very good? No. Why do we talk about them a lot? Because they're <laughs> kind of bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's fair. So I, I I will agree with you that it's it's I think it's an easier thing. Most people can talk about Joker easier because you have that whole oh do you think it was real or not kind of thing. Right. I think yeah, Taxi Driver is more beneficial to the populace yeah because it's like this is these are people who do exist and this was made in like what 76 yeah like these people still exist out there yeah yeah you know, people, I, I, people, can agree with that. I, I do get what you're saying though joker is it's more stomachable by by most people's standards i think yeah also joker has some fun scenes you know like him shooting Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is him, a pretty good thing. And then murdering that man, and then the 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 short guy, the 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 he can't reach the door handle. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's a fun. It's a very dark comedic scene, you know. Right. And that's my thing. I think Joker Joker solid. Taxi Driver, I think, is better because it commits. Yeah. And I think Joker was always stuck. I think if they committed maybe a little more on comic books, maybe me and you would have enjoyed it more while the main people like like general populace maybe wouldn't have. I don't know. It's t- it's it's tough to say. But I mean, yeah, I feel like we had to bring up the discussion. We have to. Yeah, I mean, so, everyone fair. does it now. <laughs> that is true. Overall, I'll get the movie what? An eight out of eight out of ten, and you're probably only gonna watch it once. <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought you would have given it. I I don't know. I mean, like it it's good, but I think I only think it's good because I think I just enjoy Robert De Niro's performance throughout the whole thing. But there's still some stuff I'm like, there there were some parts where I'm like, eh, this is kind of too slow, maybe, or I didn't I didn't feel like I needed certain amounts of exposition. Okay. I I, I get with you. 
Yeah, I'd give it like a eight and a half. Okay. I think I'll 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 watch it again if when I get a reason to. Yeah. I have to have a reason to watch the movie again, maybe. Or it'll have to be of quite a few years. That's fair. Um, It's a look, though, now. Taxi Driver? That's a look. Shaved head? It really is. Mohawk. That's a look. Yeah. With the bomber jacket? Aviator? Wow. Nobody would mess with (laughs) You would not be recognized. It's not like someone would very easily make a sketch of your of your description because <laughs> you you know you definitely don't stand out in the crowd yeah very yeah uh but good fellas what was he thinking for that oh i don't, know. I don't, I don't know. just like be completely invisible yeah also I, I thought that scene where he talks to the secret service guy and he's like your secret service right and then he's like he just it's like well i think there's some bad people over there you know and oh i'm gonna He's just, he's trying to get all this information out of him. And the Secret Service guy is like, oh, you are crazy. Can I need your address, please? I get, yeah, that was pretty good. He was, too, he was too smart. He was too smart for him. He gave him the wrong one. He gave him a different name or something. Right? I think he gives him like a Frank or something instead of Travis. He bamboozled. Completely different address as well. Yeah. He bamboozled. Like, yeah. He was too smart. Smart guy. Just a little crazy. I mean, yeah. But Goodfellas, Joey. Yes, Goodfellas. This is probably Scorsese's biggest movie, his most popular movie. Uh, Everyone knows Goodfellas. Uh, It's considered one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, Like it's it's on it's always on people's lists. Uh, Yeah, it's it's also got a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes for critics, but it's got ninety seven percent on audience, so it's more well liked by audience. It almost has like a perfect rating from everyone. It's in at like a 9 out of 10 for critics. Uh, and also just a little over a 9 out of 10 for audience. I mean, I would fully agree. I loved this, this one. This one you were fully on board for. You were like, this is my jam. Yes. Yeah, I, I was vibing with it the entire time. Would you like some background? Yeah. For- so, um... I didn't know this until I started watching the movie. So the movie starts with a thing that says that it's based on a true story. Oh, it does? Yeah, it does. I think it's the beginning. Is it the end? No, it's the beginning. Yeah. Um, either way, it says it at some point, at least in what, in what I saw. I watched the remastered version because the old one, I wanted the better audio quality. Yeah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> I, I did not know that there was a remastered version. And I it, would have probably much rather desired that yeah it was it was just a bit nicer the other one it's it's good but it's I just wanted... so quiet i had it at like max volume the remaster one was too i had to turn it up so much i don't know maybe that was just weird sound mixing you know how movies do that sometimes mm, that's true um so but it is so either at some point it, it's it said it was based on a true story so i looked it up it's based on a book um called wise guy uh, by Nicholas Pileggi, who co-wrote the screenplay for the movie. Hmm. Uh, it was initially going to be called Wise Guy, but then they turned it into Goodfellas. Um, and this, so so what's it, so what's interesting about this is I talked about The Irishman, right? And how that was also based on a nonfiction book. Yes. About a dude describing his life in crime. Well, this is very similar to that. Yeah. Uh, this 
one is not like disputed though you know like with irishman there's like eh, i don't know if this is real like he could be lying um right yeah i've seen no one to really dispute the story behind goodfellas yeah um i mean one because i think a lot of it it's pretty believable yeah, I, and I haven't seen Irishman, so I don't have like a good comparison between the two. I mean, Irishman, I would say, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, mostly is believable. There is like a few that are kind of like, eh. But I mean, again, actually, I think they kind of happen here too. It's just one of those things. It's, I guess, it's hard to believe that people could just go around murdering people and getting away with it. But I guess you could. There was a time in the world when you could do that. Yeah, I mean, um, I think like '90s sounds about right probably do it especially if you're paying off a couple cops yeah, yeah i mean just get away with it um but yeah so i think the thing is also that henry hill told everything to the police when everyone was still around it wasn't like the irishman where the dude came out when everyone was dead oh um also there were other books that people have written like his kids and whatnot so gotcha one pretty good <laughs> like nice yeah so you could look up all these guys um, well, sometimes their last names have changed or something. Uh, so I think, was it Jimmy Conaway in the movie? Uh, yes. Um, it's it's Jimmy Burke in real life. And they, they couldn't use his real name because of reasons he was still alive and whatnot. So they used his mother's maiden name, which was Conway. Oh, that's pretty sneaky. In order to yeah use the character and stuff. Uh, I think Tommy also had that where his last name was changed. But other than that, everything else is the same. They just changed names. And then it was like, oh, last names. And they're like, good. It's a new guy. Uh, Henry Hill. Still Henry Hill. Uh, obviously, the book. It was an interview with him. He told him everything. So uh, they could use his name quite easily. Uh, but yeah, you can look at all these guys and you can look at their mugshots. They're not as handsome as the Hollywood men who played them. <laughs> just, uh, just to point that out. Oh, my gosh. Uh... This is just completely random. But I, was, I was looking at the cast and I saw yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. What? Yeah, he played cast. He played who? Uh oh, not uh Stax. That was, he was. I was about to say, was he Stax? Yeah, yeah, he was Stax. That's super funny. I, I had no idea. That is. That's pretty good. Was that the first time he acted? Could have been. There's, I mean, it was yeah, 19... I, it was like such a minor role. It is a real minor role. Uh, 1990? Maybe. I don't know when he first started making movies. Uh, I mean, he had, he had some stuff. It was definitely one of his early roles. Yeah, for sure. Super I mean, dumb. he did Goodfellas, and then he was on Law & Order. Oh, Oh, it's not like like he wasn't. He was still doing like TV movies and TV shows and stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then he did. Then he started doing bigger stuff for like a couple years after that. But then, of course, he did Pulp Fiction, and well, then he was popping. He was popping off. Yeah. So. So good fellas, Joey. The story of some real good fellas. Oh yeah, they're the best. Arguably. Uh, so it mostly focuses on Henry Hill, played by uh, Ray Liotta, who uh, I last saw in Marriage Story, 
Oh, he was in Marriage Story. I believe he he is the uh, he's the one lawyer who's like. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's all about money and whatnot. You know, he's like, oh, we can get as much money from her. You, you know, you know what I mean. Where he was like, yeah. he was super broke. Yeah, that was him. And I was like, yeah, he's pretty good in that too. Yeah, he's good actor. He's in. Oh, he was also in Killing Him Softly. That actually might be the last thing I saw him in. Oh, that's right. He plays Marky. Oh, I remember him in that. I enjoyed him playing Marky in that. <laughs> that might be the last thing I saw him in. Either way, I've seen him in a couple things recently. He's in a couple Muppet things. He's in Muppets from Space. I think he's in the Muppet movie. He's in Muppets Most yeah. Wanted. Interesting. Uh, just, just interesting. Um, I'm getting distracted now by the Muppets. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it follows Henry Hill, who's a mobster. And it what follows his career being a mobster. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he works with uh, James Conway, played by Robert De Niro, also known as Jimmy. And uh, Joe Pesci plays the other the third guy of the group, Tommy DeVito. And man, Joe Pesci, he pretty good. He does a great job. <laughs> he was nominated for, uh, I think he won actually, Best Supporting Actor. That's fair. Because, I mean, the movie was nominated for basically everything. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> it is uh, amazing. Taxi Driver also had nominations. I should bring it up so that, you know. Yeah, but Joe Pesci? Man, I really hated him. <laughs> I like the character. Yeah. Um, also, just to point out, uh, Taxi Driver did get nominated for like Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Supporting Role. Because uh, I was Joe Foster, and then like best music, the original score. I I feel like it's that tune that's throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out. That movie was also quite well liked. But Goodfellas got even more. Got got so many, so many of them. I'll quickly read through those. Uh, Joe Pesci did win best supporting actor. Uh, but it also was nominated for best supporting actress. Um, for Karen, um, the character Karen, his wife. Uh, played by Lorraine Bracco. We're going to go with that. Uh, best Adapted Screenplay, Best Film Editing, which I could agree with. Good film editing. Um, best Picture and Best Director. Many, many awards. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Okay, but yes, uh, you were talking about Tommy. You were talking about Tommy. I, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, what really pushed me to pure hatred was spider yeah like yeah and not him shooting him in the foot because i was like okay this is just him being crazy but when he like just full-on kills him like shoots him like four or five times in the chest after he already shoots him in the foot yeah I was like, man, I hate this guy. <laughs> and he just straight up murders him. I'm like, oh, and again, that's supposedly what happened. Like, that's how that entire scene went down. Because from what I was reading, the movie basically is what happened. Like, that's all exactly what the book described it as, as happening. Like, that's crazy. It, I just, I don't get why you would want this guy around. Oh, I 100% agree. Like, there's, um, what's the first guy? Is that the first time he kills? What's the first time he kills someone? 
think the thing or I think that's the scene where Henry's like, Yep, that's when I realized that Tommy was a full blown psychopath. Like he was yep, oh, seriously I, Yeah, when when did that happen? I don't know. Tommy does so many crazy things. He really he does so many. It was it was it's hard to believe. Couldn't tell. Um but I mean, but it's it's a it's a good performance though. Joe Pesci, he hits it out of the oh, park. Oh yeah, He's, no, he does a phenomenal. Gosh, it's so good, and then just the way he does everything, and then he just he he does the whole flipping on a dime really well. <laughs> yeah, when he, he'll be he'll be busting somebody's balls, and then he'll be shooting someone. <laughs> he kills them five seconds later. God, that was really good. Um, uh, Ray Liotta. Of course, as Henry Hill, also really good. Yeah, he. Uh, I thought it was interesting because, like, he's who, really young. Who was the child actor for him? Let me see. Let me see if I can find out. I'm flipping through the credits. Under oh, Yun Michael. This is what I think it is. Anthony Valentin. Maybe. Yeah, uh, that's that's the name that's credited, but it it only has that movie. It has nothing else. Hmm. So he might not have done anything else. Because he did actually a really good job. Yeah, no, I mean, I honestly probably would have watched a movie of just that. Yeah. That was, that was pretty good. I, I thought it was, okay, because, so they're all really, it's crazy to me. Again, this is, they're so young. In, uh, like, yeah. Like, like, rich, but they're so young. Um, I looked it up, like, Tommy, when he, he was, like, 28, when he died. Oh, or like disappeared because again he actually disappeared we don't know if he died like i think that was like one of the things was like ah eh, that that might not have happened we don't know about that like that that scene when he gets shot we don't know hmm. that's how that happened a but, lot of their uh gangster counterparts also disappeared but were actually murdered yeah yeah everyone's like eh, he's probably murdered henry like in real life is like yeah he was killed uh, also, yeah. there was like a, there was like more to it. Like supposedly, Tommy tried to rape Karen and whatnot. Oh, at, at some point, like again, I mean, like you said, well, no, you brought it up. You were like, why would they have this guy here? Well, they eventually killed him because of it, because he got he I did mean, too many things. I, I would have killed him a lot. Sooner. Yeah, I mean, if I was okay, like, yeah, like my, if, that was your business. If your yeah, business was, if my killed, job is running a gang and this guy's just going around killing everyone including my own members be like nah, i don't want you anymore bud sorry yeah well they had to hide it for so i mean that's why they had to hide that one dude's body because he was one of the dudes who was at it made and i guess they just eventually found out it was him um because i i, I don't i don't understand why henry hill helped uh okay. like take care of the body I think it was one thing that just wasn't explained in the movie is that Henry, like, like you just kind of pick it up as the movie goes on, and then near the end they kind of more explicitly state it. Henry, Jimmy, and Tommy, I guess, were like this weird, like three man, like like group, like like it was just like like it was like the three musketeers. Yeah, so like when Tommy did it, they were like, shoot, like we got to help our boy out, you know. And the way I've seen it described is like Jimmy was maybe like more like a mentor. To Henry, kind of thing, because he was older. You know, obviously Polly was, you know, brought him in and whatnot. Yeah. But Jimmy was more like who he worked with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. 
So I, I guess that's just, I guess that's why they did. It was like one of those things. Well, we've worked together for so long. If you kill a man, I gotta help you. And again, at least maybe not Henry. Henry was always a little softer. It seemed like on the whole killing thing. At, yeah. At, at times, but the other guys, they were like, "Hey, eh, kill a guy, you kill a guy. That's just what we do here. Kill a guy, and you you dig a hole." So, mm. um, oh yeah, but, I mean, great performances from everyone. Uh, again, Karen was great. Uh, Robert De Niro as Jimmy was great. Ray as Henry was great. Joe Pesci as Tommy was great. I mean, Joey, what more do you need? What what more do you need from a movie? Nothing. Some great, great actors. Oh, actually, I think I found other young Henry. I think this is the one young Henry you were talking, you and I are thinking about. Christopher Cerrone. And he's been in other stuff. He did Goodfellas and then he did some small roles in some other stuff here and there. Christopher Jerome. I think that's the, that, that looks more like the guy we were thinking about. Gosh, this is such, like, this is just such a good story, and it amazes me that it is true. Yeah, yeah, basically all of it happens. Like, that's just mind-blowing right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the, was it, how do you pronounce it? The, Luf, the Lufthansa heist or whatever, where they stole, like, six oh, million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, like that was a like that, that, that just happened. Like that really happened. It was considered like it was the biggest heist at the time, and they did that. Crazy. Um, yeah, really. I I really had a lot of fun with the movie, just the way it was. Um, and and I'm I'm gonna say, if you enjoyed this, Joey, definitely watch The Irishman. Yeah, I I will. I am. Well, a lot of people describe is Goodfellas, the um, Casino, and then The Irishman is kind of like this weird, not a real trilogy, but it's a trilogy kind of thing. Hmm. Robert De Niro is a gangster in all of them. It's kind of like a. I think it. I think maybe it's like a progressional thing. So maybe I'm. I'm assuming in Casino, maybe Robert De Niro is more of a higher up guy, and then of course in Irishman, he's a retired guy, looking back at his life. Oh. So. Each one kind of plays slightly differently, I guess. Is I've only, of course, seen Goodfellas and The Irishman, but I guess that's how it works. It's kind of even though they are all different stories. Joe Pesci is also in all three. Of course, I think I think we realize this. Robert De Niro is basically in all Martin Scorsese movies. It's either either Robert De Niro is like one of the leading guys, or it's um, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and then Joe Pesci is always with Robert De Niro, basically. <laughs> it's just it's just how it works, you know? <laughs> just, I mean, they do really well together. No, no I don't disagree at all. Um, I won't lie, I was always kind of a little, like, prejudiced when I heard about Robert De Niro. I thought he always played the same kind of guy. And to an extent, he does play really good mobsters and stuff. Yeah. But um, in this one, I thought it was interesting. He play, He's... He does act. <laughs> he he actually does act. Yeah. It's all amazing. Is I was wrong. He he is a good actor. In this one he plays he does a lot of more like he's super paranoid and cr- kind of crazy near the when they steal all that money and stuff. Yeah. And then in, in Irishman he's Fair. kind of in Irishman he plays more of like this mobster who's kind of just like a he's just like oh I'm just a there's another tool in the shed, you know. He doesn't really just kind of a guy, you know. Well, in this, he's he suddenly turns into this dude's all about the money. Like, a, 
Yeah. So. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I can't say it enough. I, th- I will say, though, um, man, the Henry character acted so well, but man, do I hate him. I hate him because he acted so well. I hate that character, and he was written well. Wait, who? Henry, the main guy? I hate him. Oh. Like, as he, like, he didn't because he was written so well? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, no, I'm saying like he is written well. And like he's acted well, real, oh. real well. Yeah. But I hate him. Oh, oh, really? Dude, like he just, he keeps, like when he was like, he's cheating on his wife. Yeah, like he's, with, a, he's a horrible person. He starts Don't doing so much cocaine. Yeah. It's, it's that part. At first, he seems like an all yeah, right guy. No, like, he, he starts off like pretty strong. Like, I like him. Yeah, like, okay, like, you know, you're not really doing good business, um, but. Like, oh, real ganks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting cuz like all these guys they all seem kind of cool in the beginning. Like you kind of yeah. see it the same memory does where it's like oh everything's all cool. We're all cool gangsters. But by the end of it you hate them all. Yeah, pretty much. Which is good. This successfully makes me be like maybe I don't want to be a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's probably for the best. Like I don't want to end up or or honestly I think I could be a gangster and just do it better because I wouldn't let my feelings get in the way of all this. I wouldn't let my counterparts just start murdering people for fun. (laughs) I wouldn't let my Joe Pesci's just shoot people. I think I found it interesting that, like, a lot of what they did, like, to make money was, like, I mean, it was probably illegal, but it was, like, such minor stuff. Oh, it was always weird. It's like, yeah, they're like, just like selling the, it. Like the fur coat. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, fur coats. Like, if if I was going to get into illegal business, selling fur coats. That doesn't seem like a terrible thought. But once you start selling cocaine, that's, uh... uh <laughs> I don't know about that. That's, yeah. that's and, and even that's he where knew. a lot of, lot of bad stuff starts happening. Yeah, even he knew it too, because he's like, "Don't, don't tell anyone. No one needs to know about this. Only Jimmy knows because he's a part of it. Make sure Polly doesn't know." And whatnot. right, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I, yeah, I did, I did agree with you. Like, like I started out what they were selling, like cigarettes, and oh yes, yeah. yeah, and stuff. Um, again, check out Irishman. It starts off the dude just starts stealing steak. It's just meat. It's just meat. Yeah. Would, yeah, he was just it was like Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro was or character he plays was just like a meat driver. And so he would steal the meat that he was driving and sell it to the gangster guys. Interesting. So yeah, it it is like I think hmm. the only time they were killing people, it was never the biz like it wasn't like people were getting paid to kill each other. Right. Like, killing they were each other. Just doing it because yeah, they, they were like each other. They just did it because for some reason they, that's just the attitude they got was murder became a thing. Uh, Paul Cicero, the like head honcho. Yeah. That's that that's by far the best job. He doesn't do anything and he just takes everyone's money. He's just like, hey, stop, <laughs> stop killing each other, and then they continue to kill each other, and he gets all the money, <laughs> and then he kills them too while he's at it. He didn't really seem like a good boss, to be honest. 
Um, he's just like one of those guys that kind of like gets respect. Yeah, yeah. He he just it suddenly has power, but like, what is what is he really doing? What's he really doing yeah. here? It's it's like Yoda. It's like <laughs> it's like yeah, okay. You you talk oh, backwards like... and you about it. You just you... talk backwards. So you talk backwards and you're old. You you must be wise. Like imagine being a kid and like listening to Yoda's advice. Imagine being Henry Hill and listening to Polly's advice. <laughs> it's crazy. It's truly, it's truly a statement. Another part I liked about the movie, um, again, maybe it goes into the editing and the writing, and probably even the directing. Um, it flows really nicely. Oh yeah, you uh, kind of brought it up, but like the attitude and tone of the movie it shifts like like whatever henry's mindset is i feel like we feel in the beginning yeah. everything cool and everything but near the end um i think all the shots you get a lot more uh get a lot more jump cuts from scene to scene to scene to scene to scene yeah when he's in the house he's in the thing he's in the same they, they keep flashing you times uh they keep they and, and when you do a lot of fast cuts it it builds like the anxiety in in the viewer so mm. that we also have that Henry's feeling because he's he's getting followed and he knows it. He knows something's up, right? And the, and the paranoia that's kicking into him because he's also high on cocaine. That is true. So, but in the beginning, there's a lot of scenes of just people sitting, just lawn scenes of people just chatting and just telling funny stories and whatnot. And then, of course, in the middle, you have more killings and stuff. So, I think I just. That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's that's some good yeah. filmmaking right there. Yeah, <laughs> real good. Do you think they actually, when when he went to prison and they all lived together, do you think that was enjoyable? Um, like like I guess it was nicer than normal prison. But why did they all have to sleep like in the same room with each other? I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. The room design. I was like, hmm, they have a kitchen. I mean, I I automatically assumed that they were treated better than the average inmate just because they were probably paying off like half of people that were taking care of them. And they could get whatever they wanted and probably trade it for better treatment, treatment, uh, which actually is what they did. Like the wine and stuff that his wife tried to sneak in. Um, I feel like for 10 years, though. That's right? a long so long. Wait, uh, it wasn't actually ten years though. Well, because well, one he got out left one. Oh, you're right. And then he got a job, so it's probably only much shorter than that. Yeah, I mean, okay. Overall, prison probably not very fun. No. But I guess their, that prison, prison probably ideal. <laughs> if it I were to think... go to prison, I would like the way that they would be. Yeah, it made me think that. Um... That was how they spent every day. Because I think he makes a comment about how they were always cooking. And I'm like, is that just what you do every day? Like, I mean, I mean, I guess um, if you had nothing else to do. Yeah. I, yeah. They pretty much only cook. Yeah. Like, I mean, their jobs were in the kitchen. Yeah. So, I mean, it's an Italian's dream, right? <laughs> it's an Italian's <laughs> dream just to cook pasta all day. Pasta. Good old pasta. 
Overall, Joey Goodfellas, pretty good movie. Very good movie. Got some great actors, great characters, and a very fun story. Yeah. I can't think of anything that I disliked. I think this is a perfect movie, 10 out of 10. You're going to give it a 10 out of 10. Would you watch this movie again? I would, if I had mm. three hours to spare. <laughs> that you didn't have something else to watch in three-hour time. You had nothing <laughs> else yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna digest the movie for a second. Okay. A little bit more. All right. I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant to give it a ten out of ten. Can I? Yeah. Get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like a it's like a nine and a half or a bit higher, like a real strong nine. But I I don't. I'm trying to re- go through the movie again. But I can't can't necessarily give it a full ten out of ten. I don't know why. Hmm. I guess I don't have to have an explanation. I can just say whatever I want. That is true. But I agree with you. It's really good. Uh, it's one of the movies that is um, it's put in the, the Congress vault of these movies are very good. The National Film Registry, where it's, it's put into preservation. Gotcha. Yeah, it was put in there in 2000 because it was deemed culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant, which is the go-to for all of them. That they right. put in there. Yeah. Uh, other movies that have been put in there are like the first Alien movie, uh, Twelve mm-hmm. Angry Men. I love Twelve Angry Men. I would watch that movie again. I don't think I've seen Twelve Angry. That's a fun movie. It takes place entirely in in one room. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, the Big Lebowski's in there in the film registry. Nice. I agree with that. So it's Clerks. Kevin Smith's. I, th- I think the big thing with Clerks is that it's just it's that it worked. You know, because if you're not familiar with Clerks, Joey, it's like I'm Kevin not. Smith um, basically just wanted to make a movie and so he did. So it's fully independent or whatnot, you know. It was shot in like the stores where he worked in, the convenience and video stores that he worked in. Uh, he, he made it for like $27,000 and then it made like $3 million in theaters and it got super big. And so it made him super famous. Huh. And so he became like, you know, like this big director and whatnot. Uh, the big thing is, though, is that that kind of did the whole people wanted to get big doing their independent movies. Right. But since he was the first one to ever just be like, I'm going to make a movie and he did it and it worked. I think that's why it's considered so. Gotcha. That makes sense. Because he that's was the one who did it. I don't know if it was him or if someone else described it, but it's like when someone gets big doing something, when someone enters a business one way, the door's closed. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that got big doing that. And I mean, you can you can still get in, but it was just that he did it real right. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, back to Goodfellas. I rate it very highly. Very good. I would watch it again, but I'll probably, I mean... I agree with you. I mean, I, I kind of want to watch Casino now. Yeah, I need to watch Irishman. And then I'll watch Casino. I gotta watch Casino, then Irishman, Joy. That's the natural progression. Oh, that is? Okay. Yeah, Irishman, oh. I think, is the end. Because that's when he's retired. Gotcha. And here, I'll look up Casino real quick. Oh, yeah. So what it is is that uh, Robert De Niro, he plays another mobster. And uh, his bosses, they uh, they raise him up. Now, now he's in charge of his own casino. Huh. Cool. Yeah. 
I think it's also based on a book. It it is based on a book, and I bet you guess you wouldn't guess who wrote it. Nicholas Pileggi, just like the other one. Oh, nice. It's another man. Martin Scorsese. He loves to just take these 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 real life gangster movies and just be like, "Here's a book based on real life gangsters." Okay, I'll make it into a movie. I mean, it's working. It's true. It's true indeed. It 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 is working. But very good movies, Joey. Is there anything else you want to say about them? Last minute thoughts? Um, would recommend. Yeah. That's I about mean, it. <laughs> it's true. I would recommend them as well. I know some people Some people get kind of burned out out of them. I haven't seen enough of Martin Scorsese's gangster movies, but they're like, eh, you, there's, it gets to a point where you're like, eh, they're all. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I'll ever get they're very fun. They're I kind of just assume most mobsters did about the same yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's I guess it's like superhero movies. A lot of them are very similar. Yeah. As long as they're still good, I still have fun. That's well, Joey. Next week. So so now next week we could have done an unhinged, but sadly, sadly we cannot and push back. Can you believe it, Joey? This weekend was supposed to be the return of movie theaters. I don't know if yeah, I don't know if they're still going to open. Actually, let me check that real quick. Let's see. Let's see if they're still going to open. Little... Nope, I think they pushed it back. Even further? Uh, Regal Cinemas plans to now reopen on the 31st instead okay. of the July 10th. Because it was supposed to open this Friday when Unhinged did, but Unhinged got pushed back, so now there's no movies to play. So now it's going to uh, open on the 31st. So now how far did Unhinged get pushed? I mean, it's also the 31st. Oh. Okay. The 31st is when, basically, whenever cinemas are open, that's when we can finally watch that really weird Russell Crowe thriller. I'm going to go into that being like, this is going to be weird. Like, whose idea was it? Just be like, you know, yeah. Road Raid? Let's make it into a movie. <laughs> Let's make a movie about it. God. That means we're going to have to find something else to do for next week. I don't know. We'll figure something out. As we always do. As we always do. But if you guys have seen Taxi Driver, good fellas, maybe you guys have seen more information on Zack Snyder Cut that mm-hmm. we did not miss. Maybe you have some theories of Zack Snyder Cut. Maybe just tweet at him, and if he tells you something interesting, just tag us in it. If you ask a good question, yeah. also tag us. Even yeah. if he doesn't respond, because a lot of those questions were bad. Maybe maybe <laughs> there were that's the Where thing. Did, There's a big thread. I'm like, some of these questions are so ridiculous. Where did they? Where did Batman get his trench coat? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but let us know. Tweet at us. What not? You could follow us. I I tweet things occasionally here and there. Um, so you can follow us on Twitter and What's It With You Pod with the U spell with the U. On Instagram at What's You underscore with the U spell properly. Or you can email us at what's up with you podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. We will see you all next week. Thank you for listening. What's up with viewers? Goodbye.